Sunshine Pinchers, welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, but I'm not Connie Wang today, am I? No. So, okay, I really didn't think this through until like later this afternoon when I was telling all the doctors in my office about this. Um, so you guys are audio only, but if you guys could see us right now, you would know that we are dressed up as drumroll, please. So today we are in costume for our Halloween episode. Jimmy is, of course... Jerry, Gary, 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 all of the above. He is dressed up as our golden bachelor, and I am but his thorny, beautiful rose. Um, So basically, we're going to, if you go onto Instagram right now, in case you missed it, check out the behind the scenes of us transforming Mm -hmm. into our characters for today. But yes, today, this is the rose hosting the episode and um, Gary. So Gary, how does it feel to be surrounded by so many beautiful women at all times? I was going to say, I even picked up some uh, hearing aids. At oh, the store, you did. Uh, so, to... so you're hearing me better now for the interview? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I think I must have had wax in my ear because <laughs> maybe I do. Yeah. You're like, these new hearing aids work so well, I can hear the rose in my hand talking to me. Yeah. I'm like, this is. Do these roses always talk? It's working really well. This is a sharp rose over here. <laughs> She's a little spiky sometimes. Thank you. So anyways, you guys, today we are back for a Halloween extravaganza, a special Halloween episode for you guys. This is our annual Halloween episode. Um, I'm pretty sure last year I interpreted nightmares, like the most popular nightmares for everyone. It was honestly kind mm. of interesting. So, But for this year's Halloween episode, we are doing our three small talk stories of the week for you to share with your patients, your coworkers, your classmates, as as well as our Golden Bachelor recap from last week. So, Jimmy, did you miss doing our Golden Bachelor recap? I sure did. Actually, I should say, did you miss recounting your experience on the Golden Bachelor as Gary? Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, oh my god! There's a lot of great women. Oh my god, stop! I'm kind of creeped out by how are, good this is. That I'm starting to develop feelings for. Oh my god! I'm so scared. Wait, you guys, if anybody listens to the show or watches the show, like, he's doing a really good job impersonating him right now. Thank you. So, okay. We can just cut it. Wow. Um, wait, okay. One last thing before we get into the main episode. Do you have another My name's ex- Gary. Okay, thank you, Mr. Recording. Let me turn it off. <laughs> Gary doesn't know how to turn it off. <laughs> okay. Um, one last thing. Gary I just have to say. Gary turned his hearing aids down. Stop. He can't hear you. <laughs> I just have to say that Gary. I... <laughs> Okay, so, is it safe for me to talk? So, I rushed home, you guys, from work today. I rushed home. It's like, I got home at, like, 6.08 p.m. Then I had to, like, do this costume. You guys will see the behind the scenes of how elaborate this was. Editing Connie here. Um, I don't know why recording Connie was so dramatic about this. It's literally not elaborate in the slightest, but you guys will see. I just have a whole new level of empathy for all of the parents out there that have to get their children ready for Halloween. Like, it was so much effort all day today during work thinking about how I would pull off the rose costume, thinking about how when I rushed home I had to make this thing. Now it's already like seven o'clock, we haven't even eaten dinner yet, we're recording this, and like there's just so much that goes into it. So I just have a newfound appreciation. Also, now that I've had to like dress up for work and stuff, Halloween costumes are so expensive. Like, how did we not think about this? Well, like, the ones you buy for your kids are, like, 40 bucks a pop, and then... Well, I think that's why, is because I'm so... I'm just now leaving you guys the era of, like, college Halloween costumes where, like, girls just wear as little clothing as possible and as much makeup as possible and call it a costume, you know? Like, Mm. slutty nurse or something, you know? Um, Not that I ever was that. I usually 
well, slightly more creative, I would like to think. But anyways, that's my idea of a Halloween costume is like t-shirt, like dollar t-shirts from Walmart and some like, you know, like skimpy shorts or something. And yeah. so now that I'm like looking at costumes like a normal person that's not going out for like college anymore, I'm like, oh my God, who's paying for these like $60 costumes? I don't know. I mean, I paid $100 <laughs> for my red Power Ranger suit when I was in high school. Yeah, but you got a great it, return It lasts me 10 years. Yeah. So sometimes if you ball out a little bit on your Halloween costume. It'll last, last you 10 years. It'll last you 10 years. And it'll, if, as long as you have a girlfriend or fiance, you're fine. <laughs> you're like, you can totally still get girls with this outfit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, anyway, so we are here, we are gathered here today to share the three small talk stories for you guys to share with your patients. All right, they released the most popular Halloween costumes and candies for the year of 2023. Ooh, hit me with them. All right, number one, you guys, the most popular Halloween costume for 2023, number one is, for both women and men, Barbie and Ken. It's the year of Barbie. I know, yeah, pretty basic. Barbie's really back. Um, okay, so I just want to say, though, the difference between one... Oh, there's some fun... Okay, so let me just read you the list of the top ten, okay? Yeah. One is Barbie and Ken. Mm -hmm. Two, this one I'm not as, like, sure on. It's so vague. Princess. I'm like, duh. Of course it's princess. It's, like, so ambiguous just, princess. So just generic Just princess. ambiguous, yes. Generic princess. Not okay. brand name princess. So not brand name princess. Not Aurora, not, not Cinderella. Okay, okay. Um, okay, number three. Bottom shelf princess, got it. <laughs> number three, Spider-Man. Classic. That's a, that's a classic, right? Yeah. Number four. This is one I also have a tiff with. Four and five, both. Four is witch. Like, okay. Okay. And five yeah. is fairy. But six is where things get interesting. Six. The number six, Wednesday Addams. We loved that show okay. on Netflix. Right. So like good. That. It's coming back in a couple couple days, actually. November yeah. 3rd, I believe. There's just a bunch of young wannabe goth girls that are just in their Wednesday moment this entire fall. And yes. I'm happy for them. They're not happy. They're not happy. That's their whole shtick. So, okay, number seven, dinosaur. Number eight, cowboy. Huh. Number nine, ninja. Number ten, bunny. Oh, wait, interesting. Number ten is bunny, but number eleven is rabbit. In what world did we make a distinction between these two? What's the difference between a bunny and a rabbit? Well, normally this wouldn't be true. But I Why? feel like costume-wise... What do you a, mean? A bunny is sexier. Look at the picture that they used for this. It's like a little toddler boy. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I was think—I think a rabbit. You know what I think the difference is? A rabbit is? is like just like you're a rabbit. Like if you're a bunny, like you're cute. You have like the puffy white tail bun, and like cotton tail, a booby leotard. Okay, that's where you lost me. <laughs> you're, no, you're like. I think that's like the Halloween. That's like Regina George, like Halloween. I guess vibe. Mean girl. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. I feel like that's a bunny. This is this could be totally incorrect, but I actually I should Google this. This should be totally incorrect though, but I believe rabbits are bunnies with bigger ears. Well, rabbits are just adult bunnies. Wait, like, really? That's like a fact. Are you sure? Wait, what? Hold is on, the people. We're finding this out live. Between but I didn't bunnies. know this. Okay, I just have to say, when I, I check... meant it more in like a metaphorical sense of bunny versus rabbit hunt. <laughs> Okay, when I took the DAT exam, I had to memorize every type of worm, every type of helminth there was, every type of like Something plant cell. Yeah, a cephalopod with a um 
with a uh, the hel- the, mouth, the the platy yeah. helmets when your mouth oh with a coelum a coelum yeah you oh that coelum okay okay look this is the difference oh a bunny is just a cutesy name for a rabbit rabbit and hares are different breeds You're okay so anyway sorry um bit done let me now share the top Halloween candies for 2023 this is Wait, the yearly before round before we go what's what? your top candy my top candy in terms of trick or treating. Just in terms of candy. Yeah. Okay. I would have to say number one would be Twix. I just love the cookie aspect. I love the caramel, the chocolate. It's not too marshmallowy. I'm not a big marshmallow person, like, okay. you know, Three Musketeers and so the whole. So you just want that kind of, like, little crunchy bit. And that little, right. Like, With a close runner-up of Snickers. The only thing is I, I kind of like the shortbread cookie more than the peanuts and the Snickers. Okay. You know what I mean? And then what about like you? left or right Twix more? I don't even know what you're talking about. He made that joke the other day. And There's I'm... left Twix in the left Twix factory and right Twix in left the right Twix. Twix. Right Twix. Left. Wait, There's so what's your number difference. one, Jimmy? Uh, my number one is a take five. Because Ooh, houses never have those. It's literally every good part of every other candy bar that they just mash into one thing. And it's a salty one... snack. I think we, yeah, it's got saltiness. It's one of the last candy bars that was like successfully introduced. I feel like you don't get new candy bars. That's a really good take. Um, so yeah, mad respect to take five. So you want to go into the nation's top? I do. Okay. Oh, this is this is interesting. Wait, can okay. We go from the bottom. Yes, let's let's go from the bottom to the top. Okay, number ten most com most popular candies for twenty twenty three. Number ten is Snickers. Okay. Number nine is Hershey mini bars, just like plain dark chocolate. Honestly, oh. if I got those, I'd be oh, disappointed. Plain dark chocolate? No, no I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Plain milk chocolate. Ooh, ooh. No. Every time I got those, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, really? That's it? Yeah. Okay, number eight, another hot take, candy corn. Number seven, Hershey's Kisses. Number six, Starburst. Number five, Sour Patch Kids. I'll be damned if I got a star if I got a Sour Patch Kid in my like trick or treating thing. I never got those except once in a while you get those little mini packs. You get a small bag, yeah. Like you I would get, live like, for those. Candies. I would live for when we were trick or treating if I ever got a little thing of Sour Patch Kids or a little thing of Swedish Fish mm, or yeah, those are good. Even like Mystery Airheads, I love. Like I yeah. love little packs of the fruity candies. The, yeah, the, the fruity candies don't get as much play. They on don't, Halloween. and that's why they're so exciting when you do get them. Yeah. Um, okay, number four, Skittles. Interesting that Sour Patch Kids ranked below Skittles. Maybe it's because I think Sour Patch Kids are just more expensive and parents buy it less. You know. I think it just like looks sugarier. Maybe. Number three, this is like interesting because I'm like, who made this list? Have they ever gone trick-or-treating before? Hot tamales. I've never had a hot tamale. Jesus. That right? Is, that's it's, really... it's this thing. I know what a hot tamale is. Oh. I, I like them. I like who's, Mike and Ike a bit more. But, but who's handing these out? I don't. There. I guess it's like a cinnamon flavor candy. There's gotta be. There must just be a group of people that know how to do it. You know what's also similarly like disappointing when I did get it though, like Good and Plenty or whatever it was. I would yeah. be like, ugh, trade. Grand. That's a trade for sure. What's in hundred grand again? I don't I remember. Don't know. I don't remember. I didn't need them. Okay. I would always trade anything that was like. Oh, the like red cinnamon dots. I didn't like those. I rarely finished my Halloween candy. Now, how, here's the thing that I want to know. How did you um, go about your trade at the end of the night? You all congregated to your friend's house. You all dumped your inventory. How did you proceed? Were you the kid that like carefully like grouped together each candy kind? Were you the kid just, that just ate the candy kind? Or were you the kid that facilitated trades? Uh, 
I don't know. I didn't care too much about trading. I would like, I would, if I knew one of my friends or one of my brothers liked a certain candy a lot more than I did. Oh, you I would, would give it to them? Well, I would trade oh, okay. for it. <laughs> You're like, please, I'm not a fool. <laughs> well, yeah, like, if you can do a mutually beneficial trade, yeah. then yeah. But, like, otherwise, like, don't ask me for my Reese's Cups. No fucking way am I giving them to you, Jack. Wait, this is so funny because I'm watching Jimmy talk about this, like, basically like business jargon and he's sitting here in this suit and for a second I kind of dissociated for a second and I pretended like you were just talking to business mm -hmm. like talking to me about business and you were like a businessman talking about like trading stocks and stuff yeah. and then at the very end you're like no I don't want to trade my Reese's Pieces you fucking and I was like oh my god <laughs> that quickly brought me out of my dissociation all right number two second most popular is M&M's leading us to number one the most popular candy Reese's. yes Reese's Cups Reese's Peanut Butter Cups um, I believe, I don't know what I believe, actually. I believe that this is probably not its first year at number one, though, I must say. It's good. And, uh, yeah, we like them. Uh, I wish they had more dark chocolate options. Mm. That would make Reese's even more. Okay. Candy, in my opinion. So that Anyways, was one, our first one article. article. Our right, second we article. Our, like, bummer article? Okay, here is our pop culture article, story number two, which is that, unfortunately, Matthew Perry from Friends has passed. Um, and today, as of today, the top story is that his Friends co-stars speak out after his death. So... Oh my gosh. This is, like, just so sad because for someone like me, like, Friends is genuinely, like... My favorite show, I think I would say, because like... It's one of the few sitcom TV shows that you pay any mind to. Me, as a yeah. person? Yeah, no, Jimmy like has seen me throughout the years. I'm not someone that watches TV well. I don't stay consistent. Like The only thing I stay consistent with truly is like maybe housewives on like like bravo and vanderpump like i'm consistent with like bravo but as a child at least like my most consistent ones were friends like friends like literally raised me because it was my sister annie's favorite show so like she kind of hooked me on it and i credit friends a lot to like where i got my sense of humor from like where i get my like bits kind of from and like where i share my love of like like creating episodes like if you knew like me and jimmy and like my friends during pharmacy school literally like every day almost we'd be like oh my god if this was like an episode of our tv show like pretending that we were friends we'd be like oh my god this would happen and it would be like the one where this happens like it was just so profound so anyways um for anyone that's just catching up on this news so matthew perry suddenly passed away Matthew Perry was found dead at his Los Angeles area home on Saturday. He was 54. According to TMZ, who first reported the death news, law enforcement sources indicated that there were no drugs found at the scene. There were also no signs of foul play present. I believe as of today, like 13 minutes ago, I looked it up. The coroners have finished like the examination, but they haven't released the results yet. I think it's like pending or like something is holding the up. The family's going to like hold on to that. Yeah, I don't know. The, the family is grieving as they should. So they're dealing with that. Um, but from this article that I pulled, this is just basically how it, it's taken some time, but now the cast of friends has reacted. So let me just pull up their reactions. So basically his fellow castmates, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer. It just, it gives me chills to hear their names because I'm like, these people like raised me. Like this was the show of like the two thousands and like the nineties. Like, mm -hmm. and it's so historical because of like, Throughout the ages, like, it lasted for so long. You see so many fashion trends within the thing, so many cultural trends. And I just feel like the trippiest thing is I remember watching the show every single episode. I know some episodes so well, I could honestly, like, recite them, like, line by line. That's how well I know 
many of these episodes. Um, I just remember being a kid watching Friends and being like, wow, they're such adults. Like, someday I'll be an adult. And now we're at the age of, like, probably, like, mid-season, mid-series of Friends. Yeah, like, we're... The one where they turned 30. Remember that episode? You've already turned 30. And I remember watching that and being like, whoa, like, Annie's going to turn 30 someday. But she was, like, 20-something. I feel like like Friends, the characters don't necessarily look like they'd be that young. Yeah. They definitely kind of... And they seem I always thought mature. they were just like 40 year olds. No, they're not that mature. What okay, but Jennifer about? Aniston was playing like someone that worked for um, like Ralph Lauren at yeah, like that the was age like five of five years in. But like, who our age would be working for Ralph Lauren? I'm sure we know someone. Maybe that would be kind of cool. But um, it's just like crazy because I remember like thinking, like, wow, the one where they turn 30, like, that seems so old. And like the whole shtick of the show is like they don't want to turn 30 yet, you know? Like, yeah. so it's just like crazy to me. Um, but yeah, anyways, that is our, that is our pop culture news. I just felt like I couldn't share pop culture news, but I mean, like all roads lead back to friends, my favorite show. So rest in peace, Matthew Perry. I think something really admirable is how, so for those of you guys listening that don't know, you know, um, you should check out his memoir and all of that. He talks about how he really struggled with drug addiction and substance abuse, especially while he was filming Friends. Mm-hmm. And I saw a really powerful statement about how, um, I'm going to like butcher it, but basically he was just talking about how like when he go, he's he acknowledged that when he dies someday that all people will talk about is friends, friends, friends. Yeah. Um, and he's like, even though that is like good and all, he's like, what I want to be known for is how... I've helped those that have struggled with substance abuse. Like, he's really helped out, like, mentoring people that mm-hmm. struggled. Um, I believe, I don't, he, he's, he's helped them out in so many ways, people, like, that have been struggling. So he basically said, like, when I die, although I know it's going to be all about friends, it would be nice to think that maybe I could be known for more than just that. Oh, which I thought was really nice. powerful. So we should think about that. To, yeah, I just to, wanted to show that on really here. honor him. Yeah, just to commemorate that he was so much more than just this show. Even though the show itself is so iconic and the character is so iconic and like he'll live on forever in that, I think it's really cool how um, how he had like larger than life aspirations and impacts on people. So that is our second article. Now on to our third and final article. This is the one that I was kind of excited for. Oh boy. Are you ready, Jimmy? Well, can I get the broccoli out of the oven, maybe? First? Okay, let's take a broccoli break. Go on, get it out of the oven. Do you want to put the... I um... want to get the yeah, okay. <laughs> Alrighty, Jimmy. Have you safely removed the broccoli from the oven? Yep, and the sweet potato. Thank you. Okay, was it soft? Did you fork stab it? It felt soft. Okay. So... You can double check me later. I'm okay. Last article of small talk before our Golden Bachelor recap. McDonald's is ditching its McFlurry spoons. Here's why. It's truly the end of the strange spoon straw spingle thing era. Mm. I have thought about this so much. I think I've out loud said to you how strange the McFlurry like spoon is. Because I'm like, what is this hole for? Is this for me to suck through? Because it's not yeah. working as a straw. So, okay. On October 24th, McDonald's announced on its internal blog that it will officially be phasing out the most iconic utensil, the McFlurry Spoon, a.k.a. also known as the Spindle. The change comes as the popular frozen dessert celebrates 26 years um, of offering this treat as well as confusing them with this serving tool. So let's get into why. 
Why is the handle hollow? Is it a spoon? Is it a straw? They wrote. So basically, according to McDonald's, the spoon or the spindle was created by an employee at one of McDonald's suppliers. It's called Flurry International in 1997. The spoon doubles as a spindle. So basically, McDonald's workers have to use the spoon thing to attach it to a machine, and that's what stirs in toppings into its soft serve. It's not actually like the hole for us to suck through. It's the hole for the giant arm to stir in mixings into. Wow. Yeah, but no more. As this chain um, says that starting this month, the menu item is due for a sustainable glow up. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. The fast food chain is mixing this unique utensil for a reusable spindle that is swapped out and cleaned after each McFlurry is made. I just feel like they're not gonna clean it. So basically from now on, instead of like giving you back the spindle it used to stir it, it's gonna be using their own stirring device, which I kind of thought would be intuitive. Like no one yeah, else- why not just have a normal milkshake machine? Yeah, like this literally no one else like does individual use stirrers and then is like, here, take this like piece of machinery that we don't want anymore. Um, so basically, once mixing is complete, all McFlurries will be served with the same smaller black spoon in which the Sundays are served, which uses less plastic. So McDonald's says the change will help reduce single-use plastic waste in its restaurants. Um, okay, I have to say, this is admirable, but also like, why didn't you just start with this? In what world was it like that great of an idea to serve the spindle back to you? I don't know. It's fascinating. Um, and here's the thing. I appreciate McDonald's for... What are you about to say? Just cutting costs, you know, getting rid of the plastic costs, okay. like sustainability. Why can you not get anything of any value for a dollar anymore at McDonald's? Oh, such a good point. This like, used to be a place of value. McDonald's is where inflation becomes noticeable so quickly. Yeah. Because it's like $3 for a double cheeseburger or something no, now. No, now for a meal, like a it's like $10 practically. Yeah. Like things are getting out of hand when you're paying this much at McDonald's. Their best deal right now is a two for four. And we would what? know because we frequent this place. Here's two things I have to say. One... McDonald's. Now I Good. forgot both things I was going to say. <laughs> Are you thinking about um, McDonald's? Yeah, I just got distracted because I thought about how good it is. Okay, first thing I have to say is I, like many other people, was similarly, not only was I raised by friends, I was raised by McDonald's, okay? So yes. every doctor's appointment my, like, mom and dad would take me to, I feel like we would go to McDonald's after. I distinctly remember sitting there, like, in the McDonald's window, like, with my parents, like, eating and stuff. Then... I like this could be a whole ass McDonald's commercial. Then as I got older in high school, I would like doing like McDonald's runs with my friends. Our first taste of freedom once one of my friends got their driver's license, we would drive to the local McDonald's, get an ice cream, get some fries. Then in college, I remember when I got my first speeding ticket ever before my dad took me like to court to like fight it or whatever. Um, he brought me to dinner at McDonald's and like I thought it was really nice because like I was so worried about getting in trouble, but like it was a really nice gesture that he was like, come on, let's go eat at McDonald's. Then Guess what was the first thing I ate when I got out of my taking my like million hour DAT exam to get into dental school? McDonald's on the way home. I picked up a meal. And then most recently, what do you think was the first meal? <laughs> Jimmy's eyes are glazing over. You guys, this is my last story. What do you think was the first meal I got when I walked out of my interview this past year with my boss where I would finally end up? I was like, wow, that interview went really well. Time to celebrate McDonald's. with McDonald's. Like, this place has raised me and all my... Think about, like, all the memories you have there. Or, I don't know, maybe I just distinctly remember this. Uh, nah, McDonald's is, like, a nice, happy place. It is. I don't care that it's bad for me. 
I'm like really. Me- oh, I remember my Good second for point the now. Soul. But okay, I know I just said this whole long-winded spiel about how much McDonald's means to me, but I have a bone to pick. Can they stop doing celebrity deals? Like, I don't want to pay like ten dollars for an ice spice combo or for a Cardi B offset whatever meal. I want your value things to be one dollar again. I don't want to yeah. pay ten dollars just because Cardi B and Offset are on this combo. Exactly, like you're making, you're spending all this money to do these deals and with these the artists. And half the time, the combos aren't even that They're good. They're not good combos. They're not things I would you're, want. There are much lower level celebrities whose combos I'd rather have, just because right. I think they, or just like different type. I'm Wait, trying to think. Like, you know what? I just thought of something. I don't even want Cardi B and Offset's combo. I want like. Tony off the streets combo. I want like the common working man's combo. I want Jim Hanshaw's combo. Yeah. Your dad, not you. you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) His dad's name is Jim too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think he he would do a good combo. Wait. So here's my standard kind of. Okay. I think if I'm going on the cheap end. Okay. Two double cheeseburgers. And then usually we'll split some chicken nuggets. There's always splitting chicken Mm, nuggets. and, And fries. And I like dipping the fries in the buffalo sauce. That okay, the that, that is the Jimmy also, combo. Also, one nugget, or uh, one dipping cup is mm-hmm. all they give you for a six-piece nugget. Mm-hmm. And I think that's absurd. There's no way that only one dipping cup is giving you six whole pieces well, of chicken. That is a sign of the times, Jimmy. That is the recession creeping up on us. I don't want this creeping up. I hate this. Do you want and, to hear my combo? Um, yeah, let's give the fans your My combo? combo, I'm a very consistent person. You would agree with this. All right, we start out with the, the main entree is the single. Sometimes if I'm really hungry, I'll do a double patty, like cheeseburger, like just a plain, you know, like little skinny cheeseburger, not the thick cheeseburger. She's small. <laughs> then I'll get a 10-piece yeah. nugget, and then I'll get like a medium fry if I'm really hungry and a soda. Okay. So you got the fries, you got the nuggets, and then you got the burger. Thanks, bro. So anyways, you should just call me Brooke whenever I'm babbling. Yeah. All right. So that was, anyways, our third small talk story of the day. I hope you guys enjoyed those three weekly small talk stories. Now, on to, last but not least, the last segment, our Golden Bachelor recap for episode four. Wow. Do I have a lot of thoughts? I wrote down every thought. Well, first. A what? I'd like to tell you after that lengthy babbling uh-huh. to zip it. <laughs> So that's a great way to start this. So the episode starts with Kathy. We leave off like as if nothing's happened. Kathy is, of course, angry that Teresa is like being annoying again about how good her connection is. And she just her phrase is like zip it. Kathy shouldn't capitalize on this and make zip it merch. Oh, my God. I would buy Zip It merch. (laughs) Okay, so the episode starts with that. All the ladies are hanging out. The first thing I learned from this so far, the scene of all the ladies just hanging out in the beginning, is that getting the first of anything, the first rose, the first date, the first impression, Mm -hmm. whatever, is honestly not good. It's kind of like a curse because then you just feel really insecure for the rest of the season. Note Faith. Faith is like, I got the first rose and now I feel sad. And then you have Teresa who's like, I got the first date and now I feel sad. Like, literally, getting the first thing is actually a curse I think because it makes them insecure Mm -hmm. so basically the episode starts and we figure out who gets to do the solo date with Gary and who gets to do am I saying it right Gary yeah get Gary 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 and who gets to do the group date so basically only one woman gets to do a solo date with him so of course Melissa Woodhouse (laughs) that's not really her name I think her what's her name again the one that looks like really young who does the solo date with her yeah and she she's the hearing aid yeah Yeah, and she's like a dancer 
She's like ten years younger than everyone else. All, All right, right, so right. I'm just gonna call her Melissa Woodhouse. She gets Who's the solo Melissa date. Woodhouse? She's like a fin. Can I show you a picture? Actually, she looks a spitting image. Huh. Melissa Woodhouse. She's a fitness like Pilates instructor. You're gonna like die when you see the similarity. Is her name Melissa Wood or Woodhouse? Look, hold on. Is health just part of the name? No, that's like her Instagram name. Okay. See, look. This is Melissa Woodhouse. No, that's Melissa Wood. Okay, whatever. This is Melissa oh, Wood. Melissa Woodhouse. Doesn't she look just like her? Yeah, they do look really similar. I forget yeah. her name, though. I'm such a horrible recapper. Uh, but I just like to call her Melissa Woodhouse. Anyways, she gets the solo date. Anyways, dancer with hearing aids. Dancer with hearing aids. And then the group date is for the women to do pickleball. So can I just say, as I was watching this episode, I have a I have a bone to pick with you, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's been making me play pickleball on this, like, decrepit, like, abandoned tennis court because near us. Because the real courts weren't open or Okay, weren't but I just have to say, like, if that's why I don't really want to play with you is because I get so sweaty and tired, and I've always been like, how do old people do this? This sport is hard. And I realized after watching this episode, it's because pickleball courts are so much smaller. Like, we've been playing Olympic X Games pickleball. and I know. I'm, I want to play normal pickleball. Well, you were actually the one that suggested we walk, that we play pickleball on the tennis court. Because I was like, oh, we got to do the court. And then you're like, no, we should use the, this net because it's here. We just didn't have a net because all the pickleball courts near us are bring your own net. Okay, now that I'm recounting this, this does sound familiar. So never mind. I have all no right, comment. So just uh, okay. zip it. And let's get back to the episode. So back to the I'm episode. I'm not normally this uh, dismissive of comedy. So, okay. So the women start to Can do I, this pickleball tournament. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this pickleball tournament. Okay. What, what, what thoughts do you have? Um, April is so theatrical with her fall. Well, yeah. Did you see her after? Because she's like, She's I like, I love it. So, and then I'm a little <laughs> she confused because she fell, too. right? But then yeah. someone else was in an ankle boot later. Um, like, did I oh. miss a, a second girl getting hurt? Was it the one that goes home eventually? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll, like, we'll look at there. All the women are some, down for the count at the end of the episode. For, yeah, they're all pretty tired. Um, <laughs> After their pickleball like, tournament. The cumulative amount of, like, a leave. <laughs> Actually, they shouldn't even be taking they a leave. They shouldn't be. I was just the thinking GI that. The GI irritation. Jimmy, I the still have some pharmacists in me. kidney injury. I still remembered. But they should take Tylenol up to three grams safely per day. And they also shouldn't take, um, well, like, the wait, were we talking about the GI bleed risk well, with, yeah, with I ibuprofen? Well, yeah, you should take a PPI with it, but then, right. like, the PPI can the give you dementia, <laughs> and then you don't have bones yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And it's so inconvenient when wait, you don't have bone. Can I just say I am so proud of myself. I remember all of these pharmacist things. So, anyways, okay, so they do the tournament, right? And so, long story short, the tournament ends up being, like, Ellen and... I don't even remember who Ellen. Kathy. Oh, thank you. Ellen and Kathy versus. Oh my God, this is so funny. So Ellen and Kathy versus Sandra and like the other one. I forget who's yeah. there. Not I, important. It but, was incredible. I thought they were playing really well. They well, okay, it could have been editing, but I think that they were playing very well. But this is my quote that I wrote down to remember. I said, "Shut up." There is an in pickleball magazine. Ellen is shitting herself. Yeah. Ellen. So Ellen, is, out of all the women, is like a pro, almost pickleball player. It says like she's pickleball ca- team captain. She's captain like, of that, her that's team. That's her description. Like other women, it's like retired executive. Right. No, she's her literally pickleball team captain. Like that has taken over her entire personality. And I do have to say, whenever I watch TV and someone's, like, known for something, they're, like, a pro at this, I actually get more anxious for them because there's so much pressure. But anyway, so I didn't know that there was a magazine called In Pickleball. It's, like, in style. But it's In Pickleball magazine. Um, And basically, the winners get to be featured in there. So luckily, Queen Ellen won, of course, with... 
Who was with her again? Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. Maybe I should be on the show because I I cannot remember anything. So anyways, Ellen and Kathy win. They get to be on the show. Ellen was so cute. She was like, oh my God, Gary keeps winking at me. It's so cute. I'm like, you guys are so cute. Can I just say too, Sandra has two artificial knees and that girl is diving left and right. I'm like, this cannot be good for her two artificial knees. I think pickleball is supposed to be yeah, okay for the knees. It's a good tennis alternative. For okay, lower impact. She should really be swimming or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, and Sandra, she missed her daughter's wedding. So that was and my next point. Gary was super sweet and call. He it was like, oh, you should call your daughter. And I'm kind of a little confused because... Why? They, like, kind of let them have some outside contact. Like, she would have got a chance to call her anyways that day. Yeah, I think it was just for the theatrics of the scene. But I do have to say, editing Connie here, I also think it's, like, kind of crazy. I forgot to mention this when we were discussing. It is insane that Sandra missed her own daughter's wedding. Like, I just cannot imagine... Sandra. But they say Sandra. Sandra. They say Sandra in the episode, though. Oh, you're talking so loud into the thing. But, okay, I just, I can't fathom. Same. Can you believe that she missed her own daughter's wedding? Like, I'm I'm not criticizing. Like, I really like the girl, and her reasoning was really sweet. Like, I have my man. You go get yours, mom. But, like, girl, that's, that's like, tough. Sandra, I think, is going to be, like, she would be a She's great a golden bachelorette if she doesn't get Gary, which... Yeah. I, I, I don't know how I feel about their connection, but I just feel like she would be such a... She's so sassy, but classy, mm-hmm. not too thirsty, you know? Like... April's funny and sassy, but she's a little thirsty for the camera, you know? Whereas Sandra's just, like, living her life. She's hilarious. You know what scene sent me? I love the scene of her and Gary being like, let's FaceTime our daughter. Okay, okay. And then they were like, wait, no. Uh, uh, uh. They're, like, trying to figure out the FaceTime. He's like, is it this one? She's like, no, no, no. Is it? it was just so cute. It was giving, like, grandparents trying to figure out FaceTime. It was, it was precious. Uh, I think... I wish that they caught the daughter when the daughter was in the wedding dress. I know. We just caught them, like, after or something, right? Either, yeah, they were like, we did it. And I was I'm thinking like, about it. I was like, did they? over. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what I realized in this episode? What? Gary, you know how we were trying to figure out how he talks? Yeah. He talks just like that dog from Up, Doug. He's like, yeah. I would like to play ball. Yeah. I am your best friend. Like, that is just how he talks. And I think that's so interesting. Um... Okay, this is a scene that I really like with Gary. He said how, like, Trista, the, like, first bachelorette, when she came to him and gave him advice, she said... Oh, yeah, yeah, he said, yeah, she showed up. He's like, she gave me the best advice as the first bachelorette. She said, it's not about going for who you want to live with, but who you can't live without. And I just think that that is such a great way to approach this show in particular, because all of these women are very, like, lovely, mm-hmm. like, lovable, like, TV kind of perfect yeah. people because they had to audition for this and so because of that chances are you're going to like many of these women but it's not about like liking the women it's about who you simply cannot leave the show without and that's a very yeah good you're piece like of oh i met this person and they're incredible and i need to be in touch with them no matter what like that's the person you should pick right because yeah i think that makes sense because otherwise like you have to kind of acknowledge that the show is only the connection is only going to get you so far. Right. So it, if they're not someone you can live with, can live without, then you definitely don't want to pick them because, yeah, you get engaged or whatever at the end yeah. of the season. But most of them crumble after that. But if everyone picked kind of this way, I think right. it would work out. Because that first batch of that girl, it worked out for her, right? Yeah, like, I think it worked out for she her. She had like a nice rock. And another thing I wanted to say, 
my next talking point was Gary would be such a good dentist. He just seems yeah. so nice and like thoughtful and like considerate. Um, so okay, let me go into now what happens after the tournament. There's an after party, and this is when tensions rise because Gary starts to do his one on ones with a lady, and he meets with Teresa, who's like. Oh, I'm so sad because, like, Kathy was saying, like, telling me to zip it. Oh, wait. Yeah, but we missed that hole. Oh, right. Okay, so Kathy tells That's Teresa to zip it. Yeah. Right. So, so they Teresa, have a one-on-one. Yeah. yeah, so Teresa brings Kathy over this to is right. clear the air. Yeah, she's like, hey, which, can we talk? Yeah, it's fascinating. Like, I, I, I still don't know Why? if Teresa is an idiot. Or if <laughs> conniving? she's an evil conniving genius. I don't uh, think, I think she's an idiot. She... Yeah, right, right. Like, I think so too. But I, I think she doesn't know when to stop talking. And I think like me? Kathy, Kathy, unfortunately, is very headstrong. And... Right. Like the two were never going to be friends. It was yeah. never going to, they were never going to be a duo. So anyways, but, Kathy's yeah. like, Teresa, you need to learn. Can I give you some friendly advice? As she's glaring through her teeth and she's yeah. like, can I give you some friendly advice? I was like, that doesn't sound friendly, but okay. She's like, zip it. Yeah. Because literally Teresa doesn't need to learn to zip it. I thought that was fun. I thought that was like. I thought Teresa had good say. intentions too. Here's the thing. I think both of the women were not at their best. The show does not show people at their best. So Teresa probably normally isn't actually that annoying, but because of the pressure of the show, maybe she's being more annoying than usual, yeah. more flaunty. Meanwhile, Kathy, I don't think Kathy means any harm. I think she's probably a very good girl, like has a girl, woman, has a good head on her shoulders, but she's under pressure. She's stressed and emotional. So she's probably lashing out in ways she normally wouldn't either. Yeah. Like this show is good TV because these women are not in their ideal like situations their nervous systems are not regulated so anyways i think kathy kind of knows deep down that like yeah she's like insecure connection right but a couple of these other women definitely have stronger connections so it's not like her connection isn't enough to sustain her right so what happens oh we got to know each other more i'm like oh like you know you 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 would know by now yeah you guys should know so what happens is Kathy, of course, tells Teresa, you know, the whole zip it scene. So then Teresa, then the women go on their one-on-ones with Gary and Teresa's turn with the one-on-ones with Gary. And she's like, Gary, like there was this thing that happened today. And like, Kathy told me to zip it. And Gary was like taken aghast. You would think that like Kathy called her like a bad name or something, but all she said was zip it. And Gary was like, I cannot believe that. Like, it makes me very upset that women are like treating each other with this level of respect. Um, yeah. So then Kathy pulls aside, or Jerry, Gary pulls aside Kathy and is like, we need to talk about what's happened. And Kathy's like, what? And he's like, I heard that you told someone to zip it. And then you see Kathy's kind of face go like, oh shit. And she's like, well, let me explain why. So then I feel like that's kind of just not really great for, because in Gary's mind, he's like, there should be no reason why you would ever tell someone to zip it. And Kathy's like, no, 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 there's a reason. Like, let me explain. So then she explains, she's like, how would you feel? Blah, blah, blah. And this whole scene just made me realize a lot of things. I just think Kathy and Gary were never going to work. They were never going to mesh well because Gary just doesn't agree with like her decisions, clearly her demeanor. And I think both are like great people, great to have at a party, but like Kathy should be with someone who's equally as enthusiastic about telling someone to zip it. Like she should be with a guy who's like, yeah, good for you for sticking it to her, sticking to your guns, telling her to zip it. Whereas Gary was never going to be that guy. Gary's reaction of like, that was so disrespectful. Like, 
He deserves someone who would think that that's disrespectful. Honestly, him and Teresa would probably yeah. work better it's than her. It's kind of funny that he's so pure in that way. He needs someone pure. I think pure. he's like the. T- you think he's the type of dad like where like if you say like a word that isn't even a swear word like you say crap he's like yeah. I will not tolerate. Well, that type of language. But I'm trying to figure out like how much is real or if any of it is like restrained or fabricated. Like I want to see Gary get loose, like really loose, you know? Yeah. Well, it kind of, it, it seems like Kathy just kind of unraveled a little bit and did yeah. get like a little nasty in a way. But Kathy to me, and here's why I would have kept her around. Why? Spoiler alert, she goes home, guys. Because um, she would always make sure that I got the right food at a restaurant. Always. You can just tell. She is a pit bull, kind of bulldog lady. Is that why you like me? I like a strong woman. I always make sure you get the right food. And newsflash, it's always mac and cheese. And they always come here with mashed potatoes. And I'm like, he ordered the mac and cheese. Yeah. But I think that's the situation. Uh, so you're saying that that's why you love <laughs> me making it about myself. I'm like, so that's why you love me? I like bold, beautiful women. Thank you. So... Okay, moving on. The one-on-one date was honestly very boring. Like, he just rode an ATV with that Melissa Wood Health girl, and then yeah. they made out, like, she viciously. Was, she was scared. Then he let her go in front, and then she was less scared, which didn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But I guess, like, because then she's in his trail of dust. Like, that's a little overwhelming. So I think it's better for her. Like, he's like, okay, we'll go at your pace. Like, you lead. So I thought that was really sweet. To be completely honest, I was just like texting and scrolling on my phone during the scene. Like, I really like the girl, but like, it was just kind of a boring scene. I was like, okay, cool. They're just making out. Meanwhile, I like the scene with like Sandra and her lactose intolerance when they were playing Never Have I Ever. Oh, the Never Have I Ever scene was funny, but I want to go back to the ATV scene. Why? Um, what is I, there? I just thought it was an interesting choice. I don't, okay. I'm just curious, like the safety of two people that wear hearing aids. So true. Like they're buzzy. Like that can't be good. Well, in general. Wait. Okay. Well, you wouldn't know this because you don't listen to my podcast. But when I had Mayor Verk on, she's an emergency medicine pharmacist. She said the one thing she would never let her kids do is ride an ride an ATV because they're so bottom heavy. They have a high propensity for flipping over. Is exactly what she said. Yeah, and I think they were worried about flipping over there, anyways. Yeah. But so that was going on. They. Yeah, their connection is growing for sure. I think it's... I don't know if she's the one for him, though. I know. She seems like she's got a little bit too much more life left to live. I don't know if it was a red flag when she was like, my picker's off. Right. Because then he might be like, so how do we know that you like me? Yeah, because she's been divorced twice, which is fine. But it's just like, does Gary want to be with someone like that? Like, not someone like that. Now I'm being so mean. I'm just saying I don't know if they're the right fit. Honestly. I think they could potentially be the right fit. I just, yeah, I think there needs to be a little bit more. Can we also talk about how the producers somehow got a hot tub in the middle of this, like, cornfield? I was, like, kind of confused. That was fun. Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, old people hot tub make out. Yeah. Not for me. Not my top search. Uh, so this man is such a makeout slut though you know what i wrote down i almost feel like him hand holding someone he handheld ellen that felt more intimate than or maybe he handheld melissa wood health lady he handheld someone he was holding hands with someone and that honestly felt more intimate than kissing because he's kissed all these women at this point that almost that honestly means nothing to me but when he holds someone's hand i'm like that's so sweet yeah you know what i think oh the other one-on-one moment Mm -hmm. in this episode that we need to comment on Mm. is what's the late the like italian woman with susan susan 
The one that looks like Chris yeah. Jenner. <laughs> yeah, he gave her like the rose quartz mm-hmm. and like said it had like those qualities that like uh, she has that his uh, like dead wife has. And that made me really think like, okay, like there's like an extra special connection here. And it's not like a creepy, like you remind me of my right, dead wife. Right, right. It's like a, you remind me of my dead wife because of these like personality traits. And like, I know you're your own person person but like these are like the, you know the traits i like in a partner like right so to me like that showed me a little bit more about what gary's looking for well i wrote down i wonder if they're hiding from us clips with susan because i feel like i never really see her much on the show but he's still calling her for roses he's still telling her you know like yeah, you're he's like telling her she's like an empathetic person it's like how i'm like how you would know you know this? like give us more susan i want to learn more about susan I think the editing really, like, makes you uncertain about the strength of the connections. I think sometimes intentionally, other times just because there's not enough time. So, anyways, we get to the rose ceremony. They build up the suspense. Obviously, the last to decide, is it going to be Kathy or is it going to be Teresa? Because one of them is going to go home. Mm -hmm. So, long story short, he ends up choosing Teresa, sends Kathy home as well as April. I think he sees through. He's. I think April kind of just wants TV time, and she's a hoot. So I want to see her she's more fun. on TV. Like she'd be a great. Oh, and bachelorette. he sent that other woman home before the rose ceremony. Yes. Okay. Which so is Nancy, like, why would why go home like two hours before the rose right. ceremony? Right. Okay. I have something to discuss on this. So Nancy, basically, right, Nancy yes. was talking with him on the one on ones, and she said, "I can tell that you feel more passionate about other women." And I'm not part of that group. And he was like, I'm not going to dispute that. And I just have to say, I really admire this about Nancy because I think it took a lot of strength for her to admit, like, I don't think that you feel this strongly about me the way that you should at this point. And, like, I recognize that. And that's okay if you feel that way. Like, this is your out. And I respect that he wasn't like, no, 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 I love you just fine. Like, he was, like, very open, too, and was like, I'm not going to dispute that. Like, I feel less. He gave me out, and he took it. But I wrote this. There was a lot of mutual respect in that conversation. It was, like, very respectful. It was very mature. But I wrote, I'm confused why this is happening before the rose ceremony. Like, why did they let him send an extra person home unless it was planned? I don't know. The whole thing seemed weird. I feel like they're we're missing something, and like they thought that we wouldn't notice. Another thing that they thought we wouldn't notice. Did you notice Sandra was missing from the rose ceremony? Sandra. She already had a rose. Oh, so well, so I wrote but down. Actually. Oh, she did have a rose. I thought most of the women did. I thought I think she right, right, was right, right, there. Right. No, 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 she wasn't. But I figured out why. It's because she was sick. Remember the scene of him comforting her in bed? Uh-huh. It could have been the ice cream. She's lactose intolerant. But she was right. sick. But luckily, I checked in next week's previews, and she is in next week's. So I believe they just let her sit out because she was sick. And as well, you were correct. I totally forgot about this. He gave Sandra the rose, um, like before because because she missed her daughter's wedding. Yeah. So. Anyways, long story short, Kathy, April, and Nancy go home. We're officially halfway through the season. And next episode, the women that he gives the rose to are the ones we're going to do the hometown date with. And I'm excited because you just know, like, we're going to meet their children. It's going to be hometown dates like we've never seen before. Yeah, it's going to be very different than a hometown date for a 26-year-old blonde woman. Yes. These are my parents. Um, So anyways, long story short, I think April, Kathy, I think all of these women would honestly make... Literally, actually, all of these women would make such good bachelorettes. So I don't know how they're going to choose for Golden Bachelorette, but I'm excited to see who it is. And I'm excited to see more of Sandra. Even, like, she's definitely my favorite. She's just such a queen. And she's like unproblematic. Her. Yeah, I think I think Faith is kind favorite. of annoying. Faith? She's just like... 
annoying and in she's the back. She's got a lot of pain behind her. Yeah, eyes. I'm like, could you just have some fun? But I mean, like, I'm sure she's a really nice person. I don't, I don't want to say that to be mean. I just think that she's not getting the best edit right now. I think some of these women, though, if they can make it just a little bit further, we're going to really get to see them. Yeah, right, right. Maybe we'll get to know more about Faith, too. I would like to know more about Susan. I would like to learn more about Sandra. And, you know, Ellen. Ellen has something there, too. Whereas I feel like I have a good read on the Melissa Wood Health lady. I feel like I have a good read on Teresa. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm done with them. Like, all set with them. Right. And I kind of feel like Gary should be all set with them too. I, right. I don't understand why he is like thinking Teresa makes sense. Because even though... Right. Even though Kathy was being kind of nasty. Wasn't the seed planted in his head? I think Teresa really just... If she's that unaware of like how she's acting and making other people feel in her environment. That's kind of like a liability. Do you Not like, really yeah. want that as right. your life partner? Like, you need someone with self-awareness. You know what it could be? And, like, think back to, like, relationships in general maybe it's like she's the one that just makes him feel good about himself but he's not necessarily like in love with you know he, so, she's just so a she doing woman like, she's like a good time girl kinda, yeah, yeah. Time, he's yeah. like you know what i like her she makes me feel good about myself are we like gonna end up together i don't know but like you know how like i don't know i just i feel like she could make it far but i don't think she's the one but then again i'm not good at betting money so i wouldn't bet money on this but, okay, anyways, that was our long Halloween extravaganza. We got three small talk stories. We got our Golden Bachelor recap. And I am excited for episode five to come. So, anyways, Jimmy, any last words before we take off to go eat dinner? Um, no. Why I'm are not. you slowly unbuttoning your shirt? I'm taking my costume off now. Okay. I'm recording. Sounds good. This has been the Rose and Gary, the Golden Bachelor. Gary and Rose. Rose and Gary. I hope you guys have an awesome week. We will see you guys on Friday. So I went to record this in the beginning, you guys. So today's episode is a funky Halloween one. We're going to have a different kind of like Friday episode. You guys will see. Anyways, we'll see you guys on Friday for the next episode. Bye.